consider this to be the first official uh, show of summer because I am sweating my dick off. Joe, what about you? Um, yeah, it's pretty muggy out, but that's because it also been it was raining um, pretty much all weekend, really. Um, but I I I, 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 I sit out here every night. And I've come to find out, like, I, when I come out here, it's hot. But by the time, like, an hour into it, like, I'm cold. So, if, as you can tell, I'm wearing a hoodie. Because even though it is warm out, I'm waiting for that temp to drop, like, 5 degrees and get a little bit cooler. Well, this is actually the second night. The second night of me. Normally, I'm in uh, PJ pants and I have, uh, like, insulated windbreakers. And then mm-hmm. I wear two hoodies. Is I get cold now with my uh, my thin, not fat frame anymore. And Two hoodies. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of them is one of them is huge, so like it's very loose on me, so it's not very uh, insulating. It's more like just like a cover. I I gotta I gotta say something. I'm a little upset. I can't see Tom this week. Tom turned off the lights because he's scared of the monsters. Yes. I cannot see him. I see his pool, but I don't see. There he is. What's with the beard? You look like Shaggy. Yeah, I, I, well, I do, I do work for a weed company, so... Scooby-dooby-doo! <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's actually, like, probably, like, an inch long. You're going to Big Papa status. Yeah, it's, it's, it's... it's... Do you notice that, I mean, not all of us, but you, now you, Big Papa, Triple D, um, you all have these scraggly, like, mountain men... They have scraggly mountain man beards. You haven't really got there yet. You look more I like you look, you look like you look like a fucking beatnik. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm more going for Jim the Anvil Nightheart. There you go. See that? Yeah. Are you gonna do that? Is that your That's end game? My plan, but uh, well, we'll get into it. Uh, I guess right now, I have my uh, I have my start date for my job, and they they actually have a dress policy there. It's a high so, class uh, weed place, huh? Yes. So and. What's the dress policy, hemp? I, I have no clue. But, hemp, uh, hemp those said, hemp sweaters? <laughs> well, as I said last week, I'm uh, I'm moving into the uh, cultivation, so I'm going to be growing it. And uh, they actually have, like, a dress policy. They have a hair policy. So for 20 years, I couldn't grow freaking facial hair. And finally, now that I can, that's why I've let my, uh, my Jim the Anvil Nightheart goatee go on. Because mm-hmm. it's actually able to happen. And I know I'm gonna get this job, and they're like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to chop it off." So I'm gonna have to go for another fucking. Could you imagine that? A weed, a weed company with class. <laughs> well, I, remember, I'm I'm in there like growing it, so I don't think it's kind of like probably working in food. I have a question you know? though. Like, I mean, so you'd have to know some quarter, some kind of like horticulture, right? Is that is that the word? I did grow up on a farm, so I have a little idea of what goes on. Yeah, and but they, this it's is on the job training. This is obviously this is this isn't uh, onions. This is well, yeah. this is this is pot plants. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's all relative. Not necessarily. It's different. It's different. Uh, it's different soil. It's different. Uh, Thinking like ultraviolet lights to grow it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, but that, you're gonna learn all that. I mean, it's it's once you get it, it's. It, it's actually probably easier than what I did on the farm, because on the there I had you had different, you had like fifty different plants. Here it's one plant, maybe a different strains, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's pretty much the same. You know, some may do a different fertilizer. So it's just it's learning the fertilizers, it's learning the water techniques, it's right. learning the pruning. Okay. 
All right. So when now, when did you start? I'm not going too much into like the chemistry of like you know the seeds and all this. I'm I'm mainly just maintenance, if you will. Hmm. Okay. So. So what's your start date? Did you mention that? I don't know if we glossed over or not. Uh, it's coming up. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, well, good. So. It's coming up shortly. Now you so are. Uh, I'll, I'll, let, I'll let everyone know, like once, because let's put it this way: I, I have the job right now. Who knows if I'm going to like it? And I'm in the position now where if I don't like something, I really don't have to stay. That's kind of the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm kind of like, uh, like a free agent, if you will, in a way. Oh, I had a. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So, uh, not to steer away from your new job, but apparently someone else in your uh, someone else in your family has uh, entered the workforce. Yes, I'm, I'm very excited about this. Joe's a very popular guy. He's dinging and binging over here. Mm. But, uh, no, uh, my daughter had turned uh, 14 on uh, earlier this month, like a week into the month, and we're about two weeks, or we're about three weeks in there. So in the past two weeks, she was able to get a job. She got her working papers right away. And on the last day of school, we went out to uh, we went out to a few job locations, and she ended up getting a job. Question: Her idea, parents' idea. Which one? Uh, both. Hmm. Really? So she showed she's, some initiative. She's she she is very money oriented, very money motivated. Good. So she she likes the idea of having money because then she can buy shit. It's a good motivator. So, she, she is looking at that. We are going to uh, take two thirds of the, and she's agreed to it. We've, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna take two thirds right off the top, and that will go into a savings, and then she'll keep, you know. So the fifty buck, keep, so the fifty bucks she makes, <laughs> she gets to keep yeah, five. About fifteen. Oof, uh, you can't get shit with fifteen bucks. <laughs> oh, and shit, that's, that's the good lunch. Thing about it, though. That's gonna teach her the value of a dollar. Instead of her going and saying, oh, I want to, you know, let me go, when we're at Quick Check, let me get a, uh, you know, a soda. Well, no, now that soda is literally 30 minutes of you working. Mm. See, it's not going to affect her now because she's not driving. Mm-hmm. When she starts driving, then it's going to, because then she's going to be able to go out. Like, I remember when we used to go out, and this is before I had a job, uh, I would get like 10 bucks from my parents and that would buy us lunch and the movie because we always go see we would always go to the movies yes <laughs> so like the movies like say five bucks and then you, you get like a slice dinner dates movie yeah dates all the time. oh yes we, we ate at the uh the mall uh the mall cafeteria what is it called the yeah, uh, food court food court thank you i'm really fucking alzheimer tonight <laughs> and uh and then we go see the movie and that would just pay for the whole night. Nowadays, ten bucks gets shit. <laughs> it can't even get you into the movies. You can see the previews. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, that, that's that's good. So so now you're saving it. Now when she turns like eighteen, are you gonna give it to her, or what's this like? Yeah. Um, well, my my thing is right now she doesn't need the money. She has her own checking account. She actually has more money in it than we do. <laughs> You know, from all of her birthdays and, and everything, mm-hmm. she uh, she's accumulated a, a pretty penny, if you will. And uh, so that's kind of like her right now account. 
with this job, I want to open a high interest, uh, interest, you know, high interest savings account for her mm-hmm. so that, you know, if she makes like right now, Chase Bank, I think the the APY is like point zero one percent. So it's, for yeah, <laughs> yeah. So in every quarter, she makes one penny for every hundred bucks she's got. Yeah, so we. Least, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But these high interest ones, it's like some of them have like uh, like a five. Five uh, percent APY. Mm. Um, so you know, for every hundred bucks, she's going to get five bucks. And right now, she's not. Well, that's nice. You know, she's not. She's not spending the money, so it's just it's going in there, and it's literally a savings account. She's going to be saving and, and getting the, the interest on it. So it's kind of like a, you know, a, for a whatever fund. Mm-hmm. You know, she might use it for a car. She might use it for college. She might use it for whatever. Yeah. So it, it, it all depends on how she does, and she is extremely motivated right now. She uh, she's got two jobs, so she went and got a job uh, slinging ice cream. Nice. So she uh, she worked there. Uh, this would be Sunday night. She worked there last night. She would be she would have been just getting off uh, twenty four hours ago. Wow. So uh, she was. She said she, I think, did like a hundred and some cones or something. So she's she's working. She's you know she's she's selling a lot of uh, ice cream, and she said she likes it. And then when we were actually going there, she had her job lined up for today, which would be Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. She was going to go work on my cousin's farm at the farm markets, but uh, it's early in the season and they had too many people. Oh. So they said they said just stay home today. You know, you you are gonna you have the job, but you will like we just we have too many people and not enough product. Yeah, they. Uh, that, that, it's I used, very early in the yeah, season. Yeah, a lot of places do that. Like they'll have too many people, and plus the rain and stuff today. Like maybe not a lot of people were coming out. Uh, I had something like that where uh, first day they sent me home because they had too many yeah. people, and I never went back. Yeah. <laughs> it was at Ox Orchard. Yeah. Horrific. So I never went back. It's, it's my cousin's job, and uh, she will, uh, you know, they, she has the job. It's not like they, she isn't going to have it. Um, it's good because it's early Sundays. We don't have to drive her because it's actually in Warwick, so it's on the way from where my uh, my cousin's wife. She's my cousin too, I guess, through marriage. But mm-hmm. she would pick up my daughter and drop her off, so I don't have to drive at all. She's going to make a lot of money on it. Like they pay good for it. And uh, she will end up being the fourth generation working on the farm. Hmm. So, wow. I, I'm I'm excited about that. She keeps the legacy alive because I she will be stepping into my shoes. I never did that market. Um, I was always down in the city when they had it, but uh, she will she will go there. She will probably hear a lot of stories about me and the antics that I did and the shenanigans um, from my cousin's wife who i worked with many times down in the uh the city there mm-hmm. and we had we had a, a lot of good times back then very nice so yeah she she will be working there and then tomorrow she wants to actually go to uh you know the copper bottom yes in florida mm-hmm. she, she wants to go there to uh see if they have any jobs so she would good lord <laughs> yeah wow some jamaican uh, blood in there <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, my my cousin, the other one um, that has the restaurant right up the road from us, he said he would hire her, but right now he has too many people. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have an open spot for her, so. At at the restaurant, really? Yeah. 
you know, dishwashing bus. Well, bus I know a lot, of, a lot of restaurants were hurting for a while with, like, yeah. uh, not people. Ha- uh, so that's, that's actually surprising to hear. It's good. It's, it's good to hear. It's funny because uh, I, t- we, I talked to him about it maybe, like, six months ago. I said, you know, just, you know, she'll be getting it in the summer. Would you ever need any help, possibly? He goes, yeah. He goes, we're hurting. You know, people don't want to work. This mm-hmm. and that. He was complaining to me about it because uh, he actually does two jobs. And one of them was um, helping me at my, at the police job. He was doing things there. And uh, so we were bullshitting. And, yeah, he said, he goes, we're hurting. And, unfortunately, I mean, not for him now, but, unfortunately, for, you know, my daughter, um, they're not hiring right now because mm-hmm. they, they're, they're fully staffed. But, you know, yeah. I, I'm assuming this. Um, he might maybe have a few college kids there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're home from school. So if she doesn't work there in the summer, they may go away to college, and then she would be able to work there throughout the winter, which would be good. Because Great. Good weekend job. Yeah, the farm market would close, mm-hmm. and the ice cream stand would close. So then she would then roll into a a off season job. You know that that might be better for her because then it's something that she can, uh, like you said, like the ice cream and the farm. Like those are seasonal jobs, mm-hmm. and when and they'll be over in September, October. They close usually early, usually close around like mid September. Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah, so they could uh, she'd have like a, a job kind of waiting for her. That way, there's no gap. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But she's she's uh, money motivated. She wants to work. Oh, good for her. I think it's mainly because she just doesn't like being home with us because we annoy her. <laughs> it could be it. <laughs> so, you know, I get to be away from my parents. I get freedom from my parents, and I'm making money. Yeah. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm, I'm uh, with her. I don't think I would have to crack the whip about her working because um, she wants to make the money. The little one is is she. That kid don't want to work. She she's lazy. That's the nice way I can put it. She's she's a lazy kid. She's also eleven or twelve. <laughs> I don't care. Get out there and work. <laughs> okay. Well, nice. I was I was grading onions and working at that age. I wasn't. No. <laughs> I had to be forced into the workforce. I'll never forget that. I'm in the pool and my mom comes out and she's like, uh, we need to talk to you. Uh, we don't want you sitting around here all summer. You got to go get a job. So, well, and you I, were 27, so. I was not. I was like 15. No, how old was I? I was 16. It was the summer after junior year. And uh, that's when I told the story last time about how I went, I went to the, the Chinese place. <laughs> I just went up and down town looking for a job. And finally I got a job at the, the pizza place. For a month and then I quit <laughs> for football. Like I was given an ultimatum, pretty much, and I chose football. So, you know, it is what it is. But uh, well, good for her. I wish her luck. Uh, that's, yeah, I mean, I, I liked working. I uh, even even as a like, pro- like I said, I was probably twelve, thirteen, mm-hmm. and I was cleaning uh, the gym at the old Playboy Club. I was cleaning bars with my grandmother. I was working on the farm, mm-hmm. you know, when they needed me, and then uh, I didn't play my first. I didn't play freshman year of football in high school because I I was working on the farm doing the markets. Right. So yeah, and then then I finally actually got like a on the books job, you know, at that shop. Right, that was my first one. Yeah, but that was like tail end of high school. You got that, wasn't it? I was. Uh, I think I was eighteen. 
Yeah, no, so no, was, before that I was uh, lifeguarding. That's right. That's I remember. I, was, you, I remember you lifeguarding. I was lifeguarding and I was uh, ski teching in the winter. Hmm. I don't remember that. I remember you lifeguarding though. Yeah, I worked in I worked at Mountain Creek ski teching. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yep. I just I just remember you. I remember you lifeguarding and then you went right into Shoprite around like mm-hmm. the end of freshman year. Oh, not freshman year. Sorry, senior year. Because you were there for yeah, a I year. Started, I started two days after I turned 18 because I couldn't work there. Um, I couldn't work there until because I was working with knives and machinery. Uh-huh. So I had to wait till I was 18. The day after I turned 18 was, I think, our senior prom. So I couldn't go in that day. And it was the next day after that. Okay. That's yeah. right. Okay. So then I worked there. Then I, uh, I quit that. I went to the high school. I went to our old high school. I was I was working uh, vending machines, mm-hmm. and then I got right in the police work. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember the vending machine one. I pretty much followed you <laughs> everywhere. I went. I went to Mountain Creek after you left, mm-hmm. and then I came, went to Shoprite, and you were still there at Shoprite. But I kind of like just followed. I, I I pretty much followed you everywhere. I went. I followed you into football. I followed you into Mountain Creek. And then I followed you into <laughs> Shoprite. I'm surprised I didn't become a cop. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just I just follow your footsteps. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, it worked out good for us. We, it did. We did well. It did. Listen, we, we chose some good pets, I'd say. Now yeah. you're retired, tech, a little kinda quote unquote retired, and I'm yeah. I got eighteen years left <laughs> for uh, for my working. What's funny is I I pretty much got a job. I, I only had like uh, a month and a week off. Off of uh, that. I will, it, once I start, I will only have two years extra to work my next 20 years and I'll be retired two years after you with <laughs> two pensions. <laughs> yeah, real funny. <laughs> but here's, again, this is why, once I retire, I'm done. So you yeah, retired well, from your first one. You got to find You had to find another job. I'm done. Yeah. See, I, trust me. I I didn't like the idea of this. Like I, having to go for an interview. Um, it worked out good for you. Pretty much got one right away. I mean, that's really really lucky. Yeah. You didn't have to look that long. So that's pretty. No, that's I, pretty I good. Really, honestly, I, I, like we talked about last week. You know, back in the day, we had to you had to hustle to find a job. You did. Yeah. Looking in the newspaper, driving around. I, I went on. I went on my phone within freaking a week. I had. Uh, I already started the process. Very good. It, it's it's really amazing. Like these, these kids nowadays, they don't. They won't get it. They won't. Uh, they won't get to uh, see the the hardships we had to do. No. Everything's served right to the right, right silver platter for them. Yeah. I remember I uh, I applied for the uh, the library in Warwick, and I had to do I had to do an interview and everything, and I they didn't hire me. <laughs> it makes me it makes me question how I got this job <laughs> because I well that that's what's funny because when with, with Indeed I put my application out for everything I mean anything and everything mm-hmm. but with Indeed you only put in like they, they only ask I mean I guess you can maybe deep dive into your whole um, career mm-hmm. but like they really only ask for like your the, the job that you had in the past 10 years mm. or your jobs in the past 10 years I've only had one job in the past 20 years right and I never really had any wide range of jobs because 
as I said, I, I worked like three jobs in my entire life. Well, three on the books jobs. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of the other jobs I did were off the books. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, so I don't have like a lot of experience, if you will, like on paper experience. And I put in for a few jobs and they were and again, I was I was a detective. I had a lot of training. I'm able to speak with people, you know, pretty well with my job. Um, and places were like, yeah, you're not qualified. I'm like, how the, how the fuck am I not? Quali-? So it, it, it's weird how like there's that uh, work dynamic, mm-hmm. how things can be, you know, where you, you, you uh, work with a computer. Let's just put it that way. And right. that could pretty much be any job. But what you do with a computer may not be good for another job that would be working with a computer. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it'd be like two different elements of it. It's very weird how we've uh, we've went away from like the manual labor type thing to everything being like computerized. And you almost have to be... It, it, and a lot of these jobs, like they, they were like, you have to know Excel, you have to know this. I don't know any of that shit. You know, I, like, I mean, I was just putting in resumes just to see if any, you know, anything would bite. But for the most part, it would be hard for me to uh, to do a lot of these jobs because I don't have that experience with certain programs and certain ways of doing things. It's it's very unusual what we've turned into. Where you know, before you, you know, if you if you were a a young strapping lad you could get a job pretty much doing anything manual now you, you you'd have to know like how to work a a total station or something like that right yeah so it's just it's very unusual it is it is unusual but i mean i i guess anyone could really do a job anymore because all you would need is a video game controller to you know go see the titanic <laughs> apparently yeah uh I mean, I, I wasn't going to label this as that, but I think we could. Like, we haven't really done this in a really long time. Oh, but uh, this is this is it. This is uh, our, uh, I guess, the return of Dumbass of the Week. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and this might be harsh, but I don't think we've ever really held back on this podcast, so why stop now? Uh, or why start now, I mean. So uh, that would be the, uh, the captain and the crew of the Titan submarine. Uh, five people went down into the submarine and uh, got lost, or, or they imploded. Depends on what how you look at it. Um, they were uh, the uh, Ocean Gate CEO Stockton Rush, a uh, British businessman by the name of Hamish Harding, British Pakistani businessman Sh- Shazada Dawood, and his 19-year-old son Sulman, and former French Navy diver. Paul Henry, I'm going to butcher this, Nargioli. Um, they all went down into this, I guess it was the size of a minivan, they said. It was this makeshift submarine, which I don't understand why anyone would even trust this. Um, they, I'm not really sure the details, I guess they got, they, I don't know, do you, do you know like how they discovered this that this thing got lost, or like... Uh, I don't remember well, hearing. Apparently, it, it, from the little bit I've read about it, because I just looked at it and I just, I just shook my head. That's kind of what I did One, too. Yeah, I, I would not, I would not trust this thing at all. I, I just, I don't understand it. I think it's ridiculous going down to do something like this, especially in something like that. Like, if you're gonna do it, go down in like a, a big 
big vessel. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to go in like deep. Like you see this, you said like the size of a minivan. That's not very big. No. And when you think about it, like how much oxygen could be in there? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and the amount of pressure there. What were they down? Like twelve thousand feet. It was two miles below the surface of the water. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking far. <laughs> yeah. At a and certain point, it's like the water crushes you. They've said. You know, I don't know how yeah. far down you have to go for that, but I do know it. If you can't go down that far, well, think about it. You, you, you went swimming in our in our high school pool, and when you go down to the bottom of it, you, like your ears would like if you sat down there for a little bit, you'd, you'd have that that you, pressure. You in feel your pressure, ear. yeah. Yep. That's fifteen feet. Mm-hmm. It, multiply that by what? Uh, like a hundred thousand times. I mean. I wouldn't want to be, like I said, I, that's why I would never join the Navy. Because I wouldn't want to be put on a submarine. To me, that is just, that is, it's like a death trap. Like, any little breach. That, that in space, I, I, I have no, I have no zero. If someone said to me, you can go to the moon tomorrow, I would be like, nope. I, I have no, no desire, no inkling to do it. Mm-hmm. Just stopping my I just to me, I, I I just don't get it. I don't understand it. And from what I read a little bit, I guess that it was on the Navy's, I guess, uh, sonar. Mm-hmm. I guess they knew they were down there and <clears throat> they were monitoring them. And I guess, you know, you know, bloop, 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 and then it just kind of went away. Yep. So uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know if there was a breach in the hull. I don't know if they ran out of oxygen. I don't know if the... the power went out on it but apparently it, they said from one of our uh, one of our text mate buddies who uh, is familiar with the situation he said that like it literally they would just it would be like an instantaneous death which is probably the best way to go yeah but imagine that like what would, I guess uh, we can put it this way my on the forum my cousins have a uh, they have this it's like a, the size of a uh, it's actually like the back of a tractor trailer you know like the, the trailer part of a, a tractor trailer mm-hmm. and in it they have a like it's like a like a ammonia based freezer unit on it so you put it in there and it's got like the big uh, like uh, volt door to it like you gotta lock it and it like it. you put everything in there and I guess it like within two minutes it brings like the temperature down like 30 degrees like right above freezing so wow. it gets everything like instantly cold but they said if you were to go and stand in there and lock it and put it on like you would literally like explode in there Jesus because I guess like the pressurization <laughs> of it mm-hmm. it's something that I, I don't understand it it's way past my fucking education yeah. level but imagine that down in the water like I, I, I don't know yeah uh, these people pay $250,000 for a ticket um, which uh, I read somewhere for a billionaire, two hundred fifty thousand dollars is us paying ten dollars. Uh, so pretty much just it was like a drop. Yeah, this was a joy trip. This was a joy ride. Pretty much, it was to me. This is a bunch of people with money who have no idea what to do with it. So they see this, they're bored, and uh, decide to do it, and now they're all dead. Um, the, uh, this is from Variety.com. The U.S. Coast Guard led a 10,000-square-mile search to locate the submersive, submersible, but were met with no findings besides the pieces of debris. 
Um, the under, an underwater search was led by a remote-operated vehicle. Its mother vessel, the Polar Prince tugboat, was also utilized throughout search and rescue efforts. Just crazy. Uh, I feel I feel bad for the kid. Have you ever seen the size of a tugboat? Yeah. Like it's it's not huge. Yeah, I mean he was pretty big, um, but then he became typhoon. Yes, but uh, what, this is what boggles my mind. I, I, I I'll give you that. Okay, good joke, good joke, good joke. Thank you. Um, to me, I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist with this. Oh God, what? Do you think it's not real? <laughs> No, 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 I think it's 100% real, okay. but I think it was almost like, uh, I could see there being sabotage, I could see this being blown up way more than what it is supposed to, um, because think of what's going on with Russia right now, think about what's going on with, uh, Hunter Biden, this might just be something that, maybe Hillary Clinton had something to do with it, and she, uh, oh, she suicided them. No, I don't think that's the, <laughs> do you really believe that, or are you just making a joke? No, no, I, I, I you think Listen, they sabotaged it to take this away from Hunter Biden? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? It breaks the news cycle up. <laughs> you're you're funny. <laughs> Listen, I don't believe I don't believe anything the media throws out anymore. Like honestly, who cares? Like it, honestly, do you, do do you I care want? about this? No, I don't. <laughs> and what has it been? It's been all over the news, everywhere. Everywhere, all over the news. I don't. I can see this. These people obviously have families and stuff that do care, and I feel bad for them. I don't feel bad for the fact that they spent. I mean, I, I wish I had two hundred fifty thousand dollars. They they pretty much paid for a down. That's like that's like a house. Some in some places. Yes. They paid for a house to go on a ticket in the submarine. That looks. I mean, I, I saw an interview with this guy. Somewhere, and they, they were showing, like, how he made it. And, like, it, it, this basic guy, like, made shit out of his garage. There were, like, these PVC pipes that were, like, rusty. And he had, a, you're right, he had a, a controller from, like, Amazon. It, uh, it was, like, an Amazon uh, something controller. It was, like, it was a video game controller that he was using to control it. Like, Logic tech or whatever. I mean, in, in, in retrospect, it's very creative. Oh, but, the ingenuity in it. But why amazing. would you fucking take it to do something like that? Like, I would do it to, like... In a pond or something, you know, like, <laughs> you know, just like to fuck around with it. But to go down in t- into the ocean, the deep dark depths of the ocean, to view the Titanic, it's just, it's just asinine and crazy. And there's these people were like, I don't even think there's ever been like a test run for this thing. I, I, I mean, why look at this and think, you know, I, I want to do this. This looks like fun. Two hundred fifty thousand. That's not bad. I could, that's that's nothing to me. It's just stupidity, and it, it's and, just and, and greed, and and it's a lot of shit. I don't blame the greed. I, I think if you have the money to do it, do it. I mean, think about it. We, we, we could do crazy things for just common folks. Think about how caverns. You're going down, what, 200 feet underneath the Earth's surface? If there's anything, a rock slide, you're fucked. Right, yeah. You're trapped down there for 40 bucks. I guess it's like there. thrill-seeking. It's all relative, but you don't think that there's any, because uh, think, they're making, think about it, this was all over the news. Every channel, every channel was putting this out. Mm-hmm. How many, like, Cessnas go down every every week that you don't hear about? Right. How many plane, how many car wrecks are there every day that people die in? Mm-hmm. No one's putting that all over the news. This was plastered everywhere. That's where I'm the conspiracy theory on it. Okay. Because, again, who gives a fuck? 
this is okay it's a tragedy but this is just something that happens all the time and it's not like this was uh you know the king of england who went down there yeah they're billionaires but they're 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 no one that you know no yeah well that's why i don't care yeah and that's the thing that's where i that's where i see it as like a uh I would a, a sabotage mission, if you will. I would care. I would care if this was like a group of Boy Scouts. You yeah, know, like the so. Chilean, uh, the kids that got caught in that that thing in Taiwan, or right. Philippines, or whatever. I would care about something like that, but like for, for these people, uh, this is dumb. Why would you want to do this? Plastered all over the news like this. You don't. It doesn't take. Tickle you in the back of the mind, thinking. Eh, well, you know, a no, fishier. because the, I think because it's it's a unique story. It's you're right. Don't who gives a shit about a car crash? Don't unless it's like a celebrity died in it. But you, ne- I've never, he- no one's ever heard of this happening before. You know. Okay, here you go. Think about this. We died in a helicopter wreck. What was that in the news for? Two, three days. Uh. This has been on. For- this has been on the news for like Kobe? a week and a half. Uh, that was, I mean, that went for about a good couple of weeks because then you had the whole shit with the All Star Game after that, and well, but well, it, what ended it was COVID. Yeah, that's pretty much what ended it. Like, because that happened in January of 2020, and then what a month after that, because it was on, it was around for a while. Like, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing about Kobe Bryant and the helicopter crash. But what ha- again? What happened a month after that? You started the, the COVID shit started happening end of February, so I don't know the point I'm trying to make. But I'm just trying to say is it's a unique story, and I think that's why they're they're kind of and you don't and uh, there's mystery involved because we really don't know what happened yet. And that's where my my conspiracy theory, if you will, comes into play. We don't know what happened. It's something that. It, I don't. This guy's this guy's building this in his garage. Say someone ever came to him and said, "Hey, listen, this machine's worth a million dollars. Just say, we're going to give you five million dollars." Okay. And something happens. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, but this is this isn't something. Do you think this is on really like a high up radar? For news, yes. No, no, I don't That's mean for news. You, know, you said you think like the like the Bidens had something to do with the Hillary. No, no, you... no, no, I'm just saying, you know, oh. like, how everything happens with Hillary. Like, you know, there's something bad that happens in the news, and then all of a sudden, the key players and it go away, or it, or there's a news cycle that pushes something else out of the news, and it happened. It, it, and maybe in this day of uh, social media. You know, because again, back in the day, unless Walter Cronkite said it, we didn't know it happened. Mm-hmm. But now with social media, everything is out there. So the, the news, the news cycle is just constant. I mean, again, it was you know Cronkite, Brokoff, uh, you know those guys that if they didn't tell you the news, you didn't know about it. Then all of a sudden, CNN came mm-hmm. and twenty-four hour news networks and all that, and news got a little bit more out there, and now. I mean, you, you can't do anything. I mean, TMZ. TMZ is the most reliable thing for celebrity deaths. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's where, that's I mean, where they get hit first. Everything. Yeah. How many times do we... I mean, whenever someone dies, we have a group chat, and we usually just sit there and say, oh, you know, um, this person died or that person died. Like, 
immediately. 99% of the time where I hear it from is TMZ. You know what's funny about TMZ, not to steer away from this, but it's funny because about 20 years ago, TMZ was like a rag paper kind of thing. Yeah, that's what it was. And so you didn't really take it seriously. Now, all these years later, it's like the main source for entertainment news. I, I just always found it funny how it like... Uh, it's evolution. Legitimized. Yeah, that's a better word for it. It, it got it, it's legit now. Whereas I remember there was a T. It was a, a. I don't know if it's still on the TMZ show that used to air on like. Oh yeah, during it's the on. day is it still on? Uh, yeah. But uh, it used to be like paparazzi following like Britney Spears around, and now it's like yeah. they, they're the first ones to report deaths, and it's like all legit. It's just uh, I just always found that funny that how uh, how it just became legit a legit news site so. But that's where that's where I'm saying is that now, we, how news is just pumped out like, and it can be it, some guy just seeing something on the side of the road. If if we were in uh, West Virginia right now and, and some celebrity drove by us and got into a car wreck and we reported on it, we would put it on. You know, Joe Schmo could put it on Twitter and it would blow up the internet. Right. It's not like there's a news reporter now. It's not like the paparazzi chasing Princess Diana. You know, mm-hmm. 35 years ago. Right. So there's a big influence on it. And what a great way for all of these major news networks to sit there and cover something and take away interest in something else. That's where I'm just saying. Can you fucking sh- can you shoot those crickets? No, trust me, it's ridiculous <laughs> out here. shit. It's drowning yeah. you out. <laughs> it's... It, I'm telling you, this is, I, I, every night I am out here, and there's different wildlife out here. Yeah. Well, we we have a fox in the area, so I'm out here, and you, foxes, like, they, like, scream. So I hear, like, sometimes I'll hear it to the right of me, sometimes I'll hear it to the left. Like, it's off in the distance, but holy shit, like, it's, it's they're freaky, man. They make these freaky noises, and I'm sitting out here, like, having a cigar, and I'm, I get scared after a while. Oh, last night I was sitting here and in my neighbor's yard I could hear a rustling and all of a sudden a deer like popped out probably like 10 feet away from me fucking woods but, and then the one night I had a cat run out he, he ran like underneath my chair like right across my whole patio I, I almost had a heart attack out here <laughs> yeah I mean there's I have everything out here the only thing knock on wood I haven't seen is a bear Mm. At night, I have seen a bear in during daylight. Oh, they're out all over now. Yeah. So, but I guess things that we've seen, we can talk about this. Uh, you've been. Uh, I got you hooked on uh, Florida Championship Wrestling. Yeah, I watched a few episodes. I've been so this past week has been really, really busy, so I didn't have a really chance to to watch it. But I watched a couple episodes. Um, but uh. Watching this, I'm getting the itch to go back to. I think I mentioned this years ago that I was watching Mid South Championship Wrestling or Mid South Wrestling uh, during the early days of the pandemic. So I would, what I would do is I would do like night feedings with my first daughter, and I'd watch like an episode every night. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been getting the itch with that because I like I love watching these, and then what I do is. I'll see a guy. If I don't know who it is, I'll look it up. Yeah, that's um, what I've been doing a lot of. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's this guy. Like, there was one guy, um, I forget what he went by in FCW, but I looked him up, and he became Lance Archer, who's in AEW now. Um, 
so Is it's just Van Sarcher from uh, FCW. Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm just like, wow, like it's kind of cool. And, I, and when I used to watch Mid South, I would do the same thing. Like I'd be like, oh, what happened to this guy? Or I, I mean, most of them were like guys that would become like I think I told you, like Rick Rude was a good guy, but he was basically a jobber. Like he lost every single time. Um, yeah. And uh, I think I explained it was like an alternate WWF because like hacksaw was bad. Um, certain guys were like really big that wouldn't like uh, Terry Taylor came in at one point and they were really pushing him hard like he was like this next like big thing he he always was like the next big thing though he really he, was he, never... he the red rooster gimmick pretty much yeah that was the, <laughs> fucking that was the good <laughs> cuz he was there he was never the same after that um but uh i i love Doing, I love just like looking into like what happened to some of these guys and where they went to, and it's interesting. So I, I'm starting to get the itch to go back to that. Um, but uh, that's uh, but I, I, I like I like the FCW. It, it, it feels like a, like a regional territory, and that's what X that's what um, NXT became um, at the beginning. It felt very like contained and. Guys would come and go, uh, so you'd like uh, one guy, James Storm. I remember when he came in, and he was in, he was hugely popular in TNA. So when he came to NXT, it was a really big deal, and people were pumped. He made two appearances, and he never came back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he and he left. Um, but it's it just like I like I kind of dig that. Like the, these guys, they come in, they come in for a program, and they just leave. Um, so. I, I kind of I, I like I like that feel to it, you know, and that's what this FCW kind of feels like, and I like that. So I'm gonna try and continue on with it, uh, but you're plowing away. <laughs> yeah, I am almost uh, actually done with what's on YouTube right now. I'm at really? episode 75, wow. and uh, I think there's only 77 episodes, so I'm probably gonna finish it tonight. Uh, and right now. It, I've been noticing because again I started watching the big show again and like the Usos just started on there uh, Kurt Hawkins is on there there's okay. a bunch of guys that are on there and I kind of like the fact that I'm seeing them at the beginning yeah and yeah I'm getting to the I'm getting to the end of it and then I had I'm watching it on my uh, iPad but mm. eventually I'm gonna have to go to uh, my Roku and bring out the TV I was bringing out the TV originally I have like a small TV that I have with the Roku hooked in. Nice. And I'm gonna have to go back to that now to watch it on NXT on Peacock. Do you do you know if there's any like FCW after number seventy seven? It it did. I think it went to like 2012 or so. 2013. Yeah, I, this is the the there's one I guess page if you will that I'm watching it on. Mm -hmm. But I guess there's another page. I don't know how the quality is on it. Mm -hmm. And. That one I think might have a few more of like the the later episodes. Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna see what that does. If that can get me to where it goes right into NXT, then I'll I'll morph into that. Yeah, well, I, they definitely have like the early days of NXT on on Peacock, with like where Seth Rollins is there and stuff. So you might you might be okay. Um, did they make an appearance yet? No. Okay. Yeah, they're they're, they're coming. Like the Wyatt family and stuff. Like you're gonna. See, you're, you're getting right now the, the the ones that are that would be up are the Usos. Um, Heath Slater's on there. Uh, Wade Barrett. 
Okay. Alberto Del Rio was on there. He's just been on there. Um, who else? Oh, the Rotundos. Mm. Yeah. They're the ones that are on currently. You're getting to the point where it's gonna. There. You're getting to the point where it's about to transition. Yeah. Um. Because a NXT. So NXT originally started as like a reality show. Yes. Uh, oh, so you know all this? It was kind of like tough enough, right? Yeah, kind of was. And each guy had like a mentor. That was like a WWE superstar. Um, but what happens at the end of the first season was wild. Um, I don't want to, I don't know if I should spoil or anything, but have you heard, have you heard of the Nexus? The group, the Nexus? That's the Wade Barrett thing, right? Yeah. So... When you're done, when you're kind of caught up to NXT a little bit, look around May or June of 2010. Okay. Okay. Um, or you could just go on YouTube, and but they they do something that was like it blew the wrestling world like crazy, man. It was it was awesome. What happened? Right. But the angle fizzled, <laughs> but they made a huge impact. Um, and you'll you'll see what happens. It was it's pretty, it was like an invasion kind of thing. All right. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, but I, I'll stop that. I don't want to spoil anything for you. But um, yeah. But like I said, you're getting to that point where it's about to transition to NXT, and uh, you'll be able to hop onto Peacock and kind of finish it out there. Are you are you gonna go till you catch up to now, or are you just gonna like stop at a certain point? I might just try to watch all of like NXT and see the development of these guys. Yeah. And then mix it in with some of the territory stuff. And like, Peacock does have a lot of good territory stuff. They just, it, it's weird for them to be the, to pretty much own all of these things. And I guess maybe N, NWA mm-hmm. has the mo- majority of, I guess, the territory rights, I'm assuming. I'm not sure. A lot of rights got, like, tossed around. Yeah. It, um. it, it's like, because on Peacock, like, you'll see, uh, like, I'll go in and I'll do, like, seasons, and mm. they'll only have, like, four episodes yeah. for, like, one year. Yeah. There's and a- you would think, like, they would have more. Like, and it doesn't seem like they're adding anything new. I forget. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, like, I don't know if they have all of Stampede. Like, Bret Hart might own it. Or someone owns uh, Like, WCCW, like, the tech, that Texas Von Eric territory, like, they don't own that, I don't think. But they have it on there. I don't know if they own... There's a lot of stuff they don't own, which is... Yeah. And it's just people who refuse to sell it to WWE. Uh, so there's a lot of shit that they're missing, which I, which sucks because I'd love to be able to watch some of that shit, you know? You would think, like, they would set up something where they could run it on the WWE network via Peacock but get royalties for every view. Yeah. Like, you would think that they would want to make money off of it because it's probably just sitting in... On a server somewhere. Probably. Yeah, they probably just don't want to... They probably just... A lot of these people who have the territories, they hate Vince McMahon. Hate Vince McMahon. So they don't want to give in, you know? They might have, like, made a promise to somebody, like, don't ever sell to him or whatnot. Who knows? Um, but th- there's a lot they own, but there's a, there's a way more that they don't own. Um, like, I don't think they own any of that uh, Florida championship from Florida. Or whatever it is. Championship wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't. I don't think they own any of that. Well, or the Grams. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, is any of them left? 
<sighs> no, that was that was that was one depressing episode. Jesus, can you imagine three generations killing themselves? Four. They said four. Oh, it was a four? Shit. It was what was the, it was the, Eddie. Eddie Graham's father killed himself. Right. Eddie Graham killed himself. Eddie Graham's brother killed himself. And Mike Graham. Mike Graham killed himself. And then yeah. Mike Graham's kid killed himself. Jesus Christ. It's like the Von... It's like the... <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like the Von Eric. Yeah. These, rest, I mean, the, these wrestling families, man, with the exception of the Rougeaus, <laughs> who seem to be okay, like, everyone else is, like, just fucking tragedy. Oh, the, the, the Shans, the fucking Hearts, the... Yeah. Look at the yeah the hearts. Look at that fucking that family's just torn. Yeah, it's it's really sad. I so I, I, do, I I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut it, but I love Dark Side of the Ring, but I feel like they gloss over so much shit. Like I was yeah, talking about the, it, the Doink one was just like I I thought they were gonna go into like an ECW career a little bit, and they just like it was like two seconds, and they just kind of went away with it. Like he did a lot more. After WWF, after he left, and they didn't really talk about it, and I was kind of disappointed because when he went to ECW, um, he became uh, his his character was called Born Again. Born Again. Yep. So he had his face like half as Doink, and 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 from the clips I've watched, like he was pretty cool. Like I kind of wish they really went into that, but they they really didn't. So, but it it seems like the first seasons. What are we on? Season four now? Yeah. The first few seasons seem like to really dig deep into like the storyline. Yeah. Really, the last few, I, I don't know if they're trying to squeeze it into an hour, but I think like some of these could be two parters, like how they made um they made the uh, Pillman. Uh, geez. Pillman What's was that? Pillman was two parts. Owen Hart was two parts. Yeah. And uh, Benoit. That's right. Yeah. Well, I guess there was a lot of substance like, there, but. I mean, I think that they could, like, this season especially, they could have went a lot more. Yeah. Like, they, they kind of, I mean, they talked about, uh, even with the Graham one, they talked about Eddie Graham and just like, oh, yeah, he was an alcoholic, killed himself. Yeah. It was pretty like, quick. There wasn't much into it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, they, they didn't really explain too much of, like, Florida Championship Wrestling, like, everything that went into it, all the champions, mm-hmm. all the guys that were there. Like, to me, they could have really... I don't want to say exploited it, but made it explained it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree because there's, there's a lot of people who don't know that stuff. Yeah, you know? and that's where I, I like the uh, Vice does the tales from the territory. Yeah, I, actually, I like that one because it, it gives go ahead. glimpses of it. Yeah, I actually like that a little better than Dark Side because I like um I love hearing like the stories. You know, I like that they had like a round table of guys that were there and they were talking about like stories and stuff like that. Yeah. That I like, because I like hearing a lot of the sh- shit that went on behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, like these stories that you never heard of and stuff. I, so I kind of dig that a little more. So I really hope that comes back. I wish that they would almost have them going at the same time. Yeah. And I get why they don't. Like they kind of have it going throughout the entire year mm-hmm. or seasonally, you know, fall, fall season, spring season. But I wish that they would do them like coinciding. Like match it up, like you watch Dark Side of the Ring, and then you'll, it goes uh, into the Florida Championship Wrestling, right? Story, yeah, or, uh, yeah. Championship Wrestling from Florida. Story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I wish that they, I think it, that if they did that, that would paint a better picture of everything mm-hmm. that happened. I agree. But yeah, I'm, I'm getting into that, and uh, I've, I've started watching uh, AEW. What do you think of AEW? I'm curious. Uh, 
Yeah. Well, right now exactly. I, I feel like I'm in a, a bad time to start because they're they're doing the uh, the co pay per view at New Japan. Yeah, the Forbidden Door. So there's a lot of people. Like it, it just seems like there's so many people here. Yeah, and it's I don't know. Like AEW really goes toward like those that internet crowd of like guys who know like they know like Jap- Japanese wrestling, mm-hmm. and I'm not part of that like AEW isn't for me um there's a few guys I like and I really watched a lot like the first two years like the last year I, I really haven't been into it as much like it just the storylines are terrible there's no good storylines you it's, know to me it's very much like the attitude error when it when it comes to kind of being a little more uh on the edge mm-hmm. a little more you know risque if you will um yeah and it just seems like there's too many people there. there. There's way too many, and that's that's one of the biggest complaints. And there's like three or four shows now for AEW, and it's like, to me it's a little bit of an overkill. Um, but one of the biggest complaints is that Tony Khan he'll pretty much just just bring anybody in, and it's yeah. almost kind of like a kid taking his wrestling figures and just like playing with them, and then. Tossing them aside and playing with like the new the new figure and not playing with the old figures anymore, and just kind of making matches in his basement. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and that's you know, I'll give WWE credit where like at least they'll have like storylines a little bit with with certain feuds. And this one is just like people. I feel like people are feuding for like no reason. They just kind of throw them together and they have a match and then that's really it. Like, there's just no substance there. And uh, what I was saying, what can I say was that they're about to go into um, All Out, which is the, at the end of August, like that's sort of like their WrestleMania. Okay. So you're kind of getting in at a good point after this Forbidden Door shit's done with, because then everything's going to kind of lead up to this All Out. So, um, so now's the time to watch. But uh, it's uh, it's definitely a, a, a class of its own. Uh, the one thing I like about it is is that they have a lot of groups. Yeah. You know, there's this Blackpool Combat Club, Bullet Club. You know, like uh, well, Jericho Appreciation. Yeah, Club. well, that's that, like. that's a ja- that's like that's. I'm sorry to cut you off. That's a, that's a that's a Japanese wrestling thing. Because if you ever look at like uh, New Japan, everyone's in a fucking group. And in those groups, there's little groups. It's almost kind of like there was the NWO, then there was the Wolfpack. Mm-hmm. Remember the Wolfpack was like Kevin Nash, Hall, and X-Pac? Yeah. So like, there's like little groups. If certain guys team together, they form like another group. And it, it's very, very confusing. Unless if you don't follow it. But that's kind of what Japan does. Like everybody's in a group. So that's why there's so many. I mean... I- I like it. I think it's uh, I think it's very good when it comes to like the uh, wrestling. I, I think that it's good. I could see where you said that people could get injured because mm-hmm. they do seem to do a little bit more uh, high spots. A lot uh, of high spots. Yeah, and the one thing I do like about it a little bit more is that they actually like wrestle in it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's not just maybe. <sighs> WWF has always kind of, to me, been the, uh, like, the brawling style. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, big guys just pounding each other. Right. Um, 
when WCW was N- NWA and Jim Crockett and all that, it was more wrestling, I think. Yeah. And then they did have the, the brutality of it, too. It seemed like they bled a lot there. Mm-hmm. But they were more wrestlers. I mean, every once in a while, WWF would have a, a good wrestler. You know, mm-hmm. Mr. Perfect, Bret Hart, you know, guys like that that could actually mat wrestle. And that was a good mix when you'd have a brawler and a, you know, that. But for the most part, WWF has always kind of been that big guy that brawls. Right. Rock, the Rock could never wrestle. You know, Austin mm-hmm. couldn't wrestle. Well, these, these guys couldn't. That's the, and that's the, well, that's the, the, the kind of like the thing. Because a lot of people, a lot of people shit on Hogan. You know, Hogan can't wrestle. But if you ever watch Hogan's matches from Japan, he's he, actually really he can go. It's knowing. It, it's it's the American. It's the, it, that WWE style of wrestling. Like people pay to see the big boot leg drop. They pay, they pay to see the stunner and like Steve Austin could wrestle. Yeah. Watch WCW. Yeah. But that's when he what I'm when he came over, like. That style just didn't connect with that audience, so they change it up, and that's why, like you said, the Rock, the Rock, the Rock could wrestle. The Rock just knew that that audience isn't gonna sit there and watch like hold for ten minutes anymore. It's not the you know that's that's they moved away from that, so they wrestled to fit that style, and it worked for them. Those guys are millionaires now, um, whereas. AEW, like, they're, they know their audience is, they, they're paying to see a wrestling match that can go, like, 15, 20 minutes. And that's what they want to see. So, they're aiming for that audience. Um, and it's, I guess it's working. Again, it's not for everybody. It's Sometimes it's not for me. Yeah. Sometimes I'll tune in and I, I'm bored of shit. You know, the only people I really, I'll watch, like, Orange Cassidy. I love Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a few other guys out like the um, the scissor where they do the scissor thing. Uh, oh, the acclaimed. The acclaimed. I'll watch them. They're pretty cool. Um, but for the most part, like I like John Moxley, I, I can't stand the guy bleeds in every fucking match. It just ta- I feel like it takes away from the match all the time. Uh, I think there's a t- there's a time and a place for that if it makes sense. But to me, like the guy gets he hits his head in the turnbuckle and he's gushing blood. <laughs> like two minutes into the match and it just to me it's just like oh here we go again (laughs) how that guy is alive is is a miracle the one thing i will admit i i do kind of like about it is i did i have seen a a chair shot with it which Mm -hmm. is shocking yeah and then we talked a few weeks ago about uh the pile driver Mm -hmm. and i've seen i've watched i think four episodes now and i've seen like two pile drivers oh yeah yeah they'll they'll do that stuff so it, it definitely is uh a little bit of a throwback and but where you said uh a while ago that a lot of them get injured i can see why they get injured oh yeah yeah a lot of it's sloppy um i don't know if you really pay attention to that or seen it but like i've i i pick up on that shit especially the women's matches like they're all fucking sloppy yeah it's just too fast paced mm-hmm. you know they try and like do all these moves and i NXT does it a lot too. Um, with these 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 kids, they 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 try and do like some combination and just and they fuck it up completely, and that's how people get hurt. Um, yeah. And they have a lot of injuries. There's always I feel like there's always uh, you know, CM Punk came back. 
he uh, he's he's injury prone. A lot of these guys are. So it's just uh, it's just not my thing. I still I'll watch it. I'll probably watch. Uh, actually, isn't Forbidden Door tonight? Yes, it is tonight. It is tonight. Well, there you go. So Wednesday, you can see it's pretty much starting fresh. <laughs> yeah. We should have done a wa- we should have done a watch along or something. Now that you actually have to pay a pay per view on. Right? Uh, I don't. I, I I know a place to go. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just and getting back to uh, FCW, I where you said it's sloppy. I actually um, for being all pretty much developmental talent I think they're pretty good when it comes to that oh yeah I think that they're they're pretty crisp every once in a while there is like a you know a blatant miss things like that um, but where I'm really impressed with uh, FCW is the uh, women's division they actually put on good matches mm-hmm. and a lot of it isn't you know it, and I think they're learning their trade where they're not doing these high flying ridiculous things and it makes it very good I, I, I'm very impressed with the women's division there, and normally when like the women are on, I just I fast forward. When when um, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler are on, I cannot stand them. I can't either. Yeah. I, I just I I don't know. And there, there are certain WWE guys right now that I watch, and I'm like, they, they are just it, it's it's terrible to watch them. Yeah. Like I I will fast forward through them. Like if they're on Raw, like there's certain ones I just I can't stand. And I just zip right through. Really, yeah. I, I'm the same really? way. I'm the same way. I mean, way. the Rey Mysterio matches, it's the same match over and over. It is. And he's on every week. Yeah. Well, that, that's because they're trying to get that Latino uh, crowd in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, I, I like, I can't stand him. Uh, like I said, Shayna Baszler and... and Ronda Rousey, I can't stand mm-hmm. that. Uh, Rich, what was it, Rochelle Rodriguez? Yeah, I don't like her. Yeah, she's annoying. Uh, yeah, th- that's the thing. Like the, um, that uh, Shinsei Nakamura, I, I just he, he just annoys me. <laughs> I just there are certain people I just can't stand. I'm I'm becoming a big fan of La Knight. Yeah, slowly. I, I yeah, I like him. I didn't like him at first, but he's he's starting to grow on me a little bit. Yeah. He uh he's like one of those heels that's likable though. Yeah. And I think at any moment he could flip. Oh, I think I think eventually he's gonna. He, he definitely is. Uh but then I also look at it like there's certain people in there that it, it's like when are they going to get that push? Like even right now Gunther, like I love him. I'm just waiting for him to, uh, like, lose the Intercontinental to move up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when is that going to happen? With Gunther? Yeah. I think uh, I, I think he's going to break Honky Tonk Man's record. You think that's what they're going? Yeah, because it's in September. I think oh, okay. I think they're I think they're waiting till he breaks the record. Which I'm I'm honestly like. In the years past, like I, I, if someone came up on was coming up in a year, I'd be like, uh oh, they're gonna. I don't want because I didn't want them to break Honky Tonk Man's record, but I, I really love Gunther, yeah. So I, I don't mind if he does it because he's been such an awesome Intercontinental Champion that he's bought like a lot of prestige back to that title that was so lost over the last twenty years. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of for it. 
I'm getting a little nervous with Roman Reigns because I think next September he passes Hogan for the longest title reign. Okay. So I'm really hoping <laughs> within the next year he loses because I don't want to see him pass Hogan. <laughs> you know? I, I don't like him. I just... Well, you know what it is? He, he never wrestles. Yeah. I think his last title defense was at WrestleMania, which is almost four months ago now. Or three months ago, sorry. So it's been a while. Like, that's a long time. And he... It's it's just that I get why he's the champion because he's I mean he I mean he's as a heel he's he's phenomenal, but I feel like that championship is is pigeonholed now because now you got to have somebody beat him that really deserves to beat him, and who besides Cody Rhodes is the best person to do it but he lost, so now they're like they got to build that back up again eventually because there's I can't, there's no one else I could see on that roster that could that would beat him in terms of like a popular wrestler you know anyone could beat him obviously it's 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 scripted but there's no one else I could see like I I'm looking at this I'm like I can't see this guy beating him and it becomes almost predictable that you know he's going to win you know yeah cuz you can't like uh, one of the Usos is probably going to fight him for the championship. I can't see one of those guys beating him. They're a tag team. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I'm, uh, that... I, it, and again, we talked about this. There's no, like, face that's out there that's that good and popular. Uh, Cody Rhodes, that's it. Yeah, that's it. They really had two opportunities. Sammy, Sammy Zayn, in February, when he was red hot, they had a chance to do it, and they didn't. And, I, and at the time, people kind of understood, like, all right, they're saving for him to lose to Cody Rhodes. And then he beat Cody Rhodes. So now who, there's no one else. You know? There's, he doesn't have, like, a threat. And that's, that's hurting it. I mean, the only thing I could see them do is possibly, and it would be the opposite, the Hogan Warrior both being good guys mm-hmm. doing two bad guys. Right. But then again, like, and it leaves them in a very big pickle because they don't have a great face out there. No, they don't. Oh. You know, and I think, uh, I think Cody Rhodes, you know, I, I like what they did when they put him with Brock, but it, it ran its course. They're 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 still stringing it along, you know, anytime, anywhere type thing. Yeah. But then he now he's fighting friggin' Dominic Mysterio, who is a great heel, but I can't see him as a heavyweight champ. No, no, you definitely know, he, not. And I think it's phenomenal how he he might be one of the most despised guys out there, just on the crowd reaction. Mm-hmm. Because I don't remember anyone getting as much heat as him. It's, uh, yeah, it's just, I, I agree. Like, he's hated, and which, it's not, which is great. it's not, like, because he does, I mean, he does despicable things, mm-hmm. but just every time he talks, I'm fucking belly laughing. I'm fucking laughing my balls off how they just boo him, mm-hmm. and he can't get a word in. And they probably pump up the volume a little bit on it, but it is friggin', it, it's great. It's loud. It is, yeah. It's loud, yeah. I mean, that is a that is a uh, Legion of Doom pop type of fucking. I like it because you don't see that too much these days. No. 
like I said, that's good. Um, I, the tag team division, I think, is kind of just a mess because, like, it's awful. certain guys that should be good, they're not pushing that way. Yeah. You know, and again, I think that with Sammy and Kevin, they were, they have a history together, but they're not that, as you said, that tag team that's come up. Mm-hmm. And where they have someone like that with the Street Profits, I think they're holding back Montez Ford. Yeah, they are now. Now it's now they are. I, I predicted he was going to turn, or some one of them was going to turn, but that hasn't happened yet, and it's it's hurting him now. Yeah, and he he's phenomenal. Yeah, but they, they could. I wish they would use that. You know, like build a tag team division around them. Give them the, yeah. they, have the, they have the Usos, but they're, they're so deep in that bloodline storyline, they're not really involved with anybody else. So, yeah. there's the, and the tag team division has been a mess for a long time, probably since at, right after the Attitude Era. Um, I wish they'd really rebuild those tag teams up again. And now they're doing it with the women's division. They just unified the NXT titles with the their uh, the the WWE titles. And you're killing these tag teams. Yeah, they're, they're that. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, the Caden Carter and Katana Chance tag team. Their debut match, they lost. They got destroyed. So you just yeah. you just killed that tag team. You could have built yeah. them up and made them kind of a threat. And then when they fought for the titles, it's like you you could believe they. And if they lose, they lose. But like at least make it believable. And they don't. And I don't understand it. You have enough people on this roster. Like, start forming some teams or, like, just do something. There's so many guys who just aren't doing anything. You mentioned, um, was it Bronson Reed? Mm-hmm. Put him with uh, Otis. That's a yeah. great heavyweight tag team. Because the yeah. Alpha Academy, I mean, they're a tag team, but they're they're not. They keep wrestling singles singles matches, those guys. Yeah. They're just not. That's the other thing I don't build them like up. is when they have a tag when they have a tag team and then they do singles. Yeah. It, it just like defeats the purpose. Yeah. I, Could you imagine like Demolition Axe fighting Road Warrior Animal like every two weeks in like singles matches? It it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> we don't I don't want to see that. I want to see tag teams fight. I mean, maybe because that's just the generation we grew up in, but like holy Christ, like it really it as the one thing I hate about WWE is that like their tag division is fucking awful and they and they build some tag teams up like NXT has a pretty good tag team division yes but those guys come up and they do nothing with them they separate them or yeah. they lose all the time and it just destroys it I, right now if I had to base a tag team to division to grow on it would be the Street Profits and um, Pretty Deadly mm-hmm. I I love Pretty Deadly I think that they are hilarious they, they, they have all of the Tangibles to be great. Did you watch that that day in the life of they told you? Yes. Hilarious, right? Hilar- they, they are they are hilarious. I, and in the beginning, I hated them because when I when I first started too. watching NXT, I'm like, ah, I don't know, I don't like these guys. And as I watch, they grew on me like a fucking fungus. Same here. I couldn't stand them. And then I kind of like I watched that day in the life of when they aired it, and I'm like, okay, I get it now. Like they're supposed yes. to be like these annoying. I don't know if they're gay lovers or. <laughs> Or what they are, yeah. but like I'm like I get it. Like they're just assholes, <laughs> and they and they work that angle perfectly. Yeah. Um, the same thing. Uh, Austin Theory. I, I like him. Mm-hmm. I, I actually like the heels better than I like the faces there. I like Austin Theory. I like Grayson Waller. I, I think that 
those two, I think, should they would be great if they ever put them into either they kept them in the uh, what is it the U.S. title or push them up once um, Gunther loses mm-hmm. into that intercontinental thing. I think those two, if they had even as two heels, because they have to be heels, mm-hmm. if they were two heels going fighting, I, that would be phenomenal. Oh yeah, because they could just they could insult each other all day. Mm-hmm. It could be you know they could build up beating up good guys and it would be just I think that those two right now as the for young guys those are two of my favorite young guys out there now yeah they're good I like Grayson Waller a lot yeah yeah he has the talk show like he it's like a I don't want to say Roddy Piper but like it's he has like that platform to showcase his like vocal ability and it's working but I'm I'm just afraid that like he's they're gonna bury him you know like He's that good, and I'm afraid that it's just not gonna work out. I hope it does, but uh... yeah. But like I said, with him, um, Bronson Reed, Gunther, I, I even like uh, who is it? Uh, Vinci and um, the other guy. All Imperium, I like. Mm-hmm. I, I I I prefer the bad guys right now. Oh well, they're more interesting. That's why they are. They are because again, there's no one good out there. There's no good angle like there's no American type guy there's no like you don't have anything to grasp on with the good guys with the bad guys yeah. they're just all the bad guys are good on the mic or they put out that perception of being it and it, it just the only one that I would say is good and they kind of I guess maybe turned a little as of late is uh, Gable and Otis yeah yeah the, them and Cody are probably the only good guys I really like now that I'm like trying to go through the roster in my head. Same. I like AJ Styles, but I don't know if he's a bad guy or a good guy. Yeah, he seems like he could flip either, yeah, you he's, know, whoever he's, he's fighting. He's like in the middle. And I, I love AJ Styles, but I feel like he's kind of lost in there. Same thing with The Miz. I, I like The Miz, and yeah. they, they just are jobbing him out late crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's been around a long time. He's I think he's at a point in his career now where he's just like putting people over. You know, he's been, I mean, he's been there for probably 15 years, but he's still young. Um, but he's, uh, that's that's kind of what the, he's like the veteran now who's just putting over the young guys. That's kind of what I'm getting from him. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, it's just, it, it, I, they need to get someone up big. And even with this, like Braun Breaker, he, he, turn bad I think he would have been a great good guy because he could have he could have really went through the the bad guy you know steps and mm-hmm. and done a lot of devastation but they're not doing it Seth Rollins he's funny Ugh. I can't stand Seth Rollins <laughs> I don't like him I don't like him wrestling I like him kind of on the mic just like the attitude mm-hmm. like that like He's almost like a caring Orange Cassidy. Like, it seems like he doesn't care. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. But, it, I don't know. I just, I don't like him. I don't like him as a champ. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like him at all. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't, I can't stand him. And I, to me, the women's division is just a mess. I, I, I can't stand Rhea Ripley. I, I just, 
Yeah. And, and the fact that, you know, she she's always getting in the way. Like, I'm waiting for the first guy to, co- like, you know, pull cocker. Yeah, I know. I know. They're trying to pull a China with her a little bit. Yeah. Same with that Rodriguez woman. I, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm with you. I don't like the women's division at all. I, I can't stand, I can't stand Becky Lynch. Uh, I used to really like her, and then she became, like, hugely popular, and she started the whole man gimmick, and uh, I just, after that, I kind of, like, fell off her a little bit. Um, the only, I like Liv Morgan. Um, I like, uh, I like EO Sky, whoever she's calling herself now. I think it's, I think it's EO Sky, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like her. Uh, Bailey's pretty good. Um, there's a few, but, like, they're not showcased a lot. They're, they're, they're pretty much sticking with, like, their mainstays. So, I don't know. And then, I, the other one that I would like to see again, he, but he's, even just physically looking at him, he's a bad guy, is Damian Priest. I think he's excellent. And, uh, yeah, I'm waiting for him to break away soon. Yeah. Yeah, because he's, that whole group I feel like they did shit with, except him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he kind of was, like, in the background. Like, they Finn Balor's up front. He's, like, the main event guy. And then you have uh, Rhea Ripley's the champion. And, and Dominic is kind of, like, doing his own thing. But Damian Priest is, like, left him out in the cold. So I'm waiting for him to kind of finally, like, break away and, like, really shine. See, he's my... He's my, uh... He's my money in the bank for money in the bank. Yeah. He, he's who I want to win, but I... I I have a feeling they're gonna fucking. If they make Logan Paul win, I'm gonna. That's when I might stop watching. Yeah, I kind of hope. I kind of hope not. Him. I know. I don't like him either. I hope he doesn't. Like, because yeah, I when I heard when I saw he, he he's now in, it, I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> like, cause he might, cause he's a, he's a celebrity, and it might put more eyes on it. But I don't want that. Like, I think he, I think he'll do some really cool spots. In the match, and I think it'll be more exciting. But if he wins, it's that's gonna really damper shit for me. Yeah, the legitimacy of it is. Just, yeah. Yeah. You know, I just, I just don't, I don't like him. Yeah, I, I'm and not a again, fan either. To me, Money in the Bank should be something that is. It, and again, I haven't watched it, in, you know, since they've done this. But to me, that should be kind of like the springboard to get someone onto that. And it is. Main event thing. It is, yeah. but. Yeah, and he doesn't need him, it. I mean, what are they going to make him champ? Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like, it, I mean, it's like a waste of a, a year of money in the bank. Well, what they they might they might put him against Seth Rollins is what I think they're going for. Oh, okay. I think that's so. I think you might see him win and then cash in against Seth Rollins, but maybe at SummerSlam or something. So I, so when he entered, I could I'm like, oh, that's that's I could see that's the route they're going. So I'm hoping that's not what's gonna happen but i don't know but um but uh, all right we're, we're uh at an hour 20 so let's let's wind this let's wind this down you could find us on uh uh i'm all thrown off <laughs> you can follow us on twitter yeah you can follow us on twitter bull in the ring pc instagram bull ring pc facebook under joe tom or Bulls in the Ring. Uh, you can find us on uh, uh, Spotify, Podbean, Podcoin, Google Podcasts, and Apple Music. Hit the subscribe button and rate and review us so other people can find us. And do uh, you have anything to add before we go? No. Uh, just uh, excited to see what's going to happen with all these uh, 
shows and pay-per-views coming up. Yeah, a lot, a lot coming up in the next I'm, week. Uh, I'm, I'm in this, and like I said, now I gotta, I gotta figure out what's gonna happen, what I'm gonna watch after uh, FCW here. I, uh, I'm, 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 I'm telling you, down. give Mid South a shot. Start around like 81, 82. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think you'll. It's a lot of fun to watch. A lot of fun. You'll see, you'll see the beginnings of like the Midnight Express against the Rock and Roll Express. It's, it's, a, it's pretty cool. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's where it started. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, until next time, I am Joe. I am Tom. And we'll see you next time right here on Bulls in the Ring.